From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, September 9th. I'm Marco Werman. More warnings against a Florida pastor's plan to burn the Quran, and this appeal from the White House. If he's listening, I, I just hope he understands that uh, what he's proposing to do is completely contrary to our values as Americans. Plus, Chinese author Ian Lee on writing in English and tuning in to Baywatch. You know, I watched Baywatch with the Chinese. I was told to watch how Americans behaved or, you know, talked or dressed. First, this news. BBC News with Zoe Diamond. The threat by the pastor of a fringe Christian church in Florida to burn copies of the Koran on the ninth anniversary of the September 11th attacks has prompted warnings of possible violent protests in other countries from both the International Police Agency and the US State Department. Interpol has issued a global alert while the US State Department warned Americans abroad of possible anti-US protests. Hugh Schofield reports. In an official alert to its 188 member countries, Interpol warned of what it called a strong likelihood of violent attacks should the Quran burning go ahead. Interpol said its initiative followed a request from the Pakistani Interior Minister Rehman Malik, who'd personally contacted its Secretary General Ronald Noble. Mr Noble said that September the 11th was a day when the world should come together to fight terrorism, not a day for provocative acts which would only serve to inspire more attacks against the United United States. President Obama had earlier condemned the pastor's plan as a stunt that would provide a recruitment bonanza for al-Qaeda. U.S. officials say the administration is considering contacting the pastor directly with a request to abandon his plan. The Iranian government says it has decided to release one of the three American prisoners who crossed into Iran more than a year ago. Their families say they'd been hiking and strayed across the border by mistake. John Line reports from Cairo. News of the planned release was announced to the media in Tehran by text message. The Iranian government has not said which of the three Americans it will be, nor why he or she is being released, though there is a suggestion it could be to mark the Muslim holiday of Eid al-Fitr. Some time ago, President Ahmadinejad hinted about a possible deal for Iranians held in the United States, but it's not clear that ever developed into firm negotiations. So while a behind-the-scenes deal is possible, the Iranians may be acting quite independently for their own reasons. Public transport in El Salvador has been severely disrupted for a third successive day by a strike ordered by criminal street gangs. The gangs ordered a shutdown on Monday in protest at a law which would make membership of a gang a criminal offence. James Reid of Our America's Desk reports. Such is the fear that El Salvador's street gangs inspire that the simple announcement of a strike was enough to bring most public transport to a halt. Many businesses have also closed to avoid violent reprisals. Thousands of troops have been deployed to protect commuters, and the army has been using trucks to help people get to work. The Mara Diciocho and Salvatrucha gangs ordered the shutdown in protest at a new law which makes membership of a gang a criminal offence. The law was drawn up in July after gang members set fire to a bus burning 17 passengers alive. Small wonder that most drivers have heeded the strike call. World News from the BBC. 
Russian security officials say they've detained three people suspected of involvement in an attack on a market in the Caucasus that killed at least 16 people. A suicide bomber blew up a vehicle at the entrance to the market in Vladikavkaz. The Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development says the global economic recovery is slowing sharply. It says it now expects the seven leading industrialised economies to grow at an annual rate of 1.5% in the second half of the year, which is lower than previously predicted. Here's our business reporter, Mark Gregory. The OECD is less optimistic about the prospects for growth in the global economy than it was four months ago, but it still thinks another recession is unlikely. The Paris-based think tank's main policy message to governments, however, is don't overdo the austerity.